Wake up, it's time for Transformation Radio. John Paul Sharp, and I graduated the refuge July 15th this year. And uh, I want to share with you guys a couple things that I've learned uh, in the past year 
Um, I've learned how to forgive people because because uh, Jesus forgave us, and um, and it's just a lot a lot easier to live life with forgiveness in my heart. Um, I've also learned that I'm not alone in this thing we call life. I got uh, some good people around me here in the refuge that I can walk this thing out with. Um, I've also learned how to save money. Um, I'm 36 years old and I've never saved a dime in my life. And uh, the refuge has provided me with resources to learn how to save money. And uh, I'm very grateful for that. I've learned how to set goals. And I've actually accomplished some of them without even knowing it. And that's strictly because I allowed the Holy Spirit to be part of my uh, my plan or part of the plan of setting goals and including God and and everything. So um, I encourage you guys to in- include the Holy Spirit in everything that you do. Um, I've also learned how to have deep relationships, relationships that I've never had before, and I've learned how to love. I never knew what love was until I found the Lord. Um, and I also want to share with you my plans and my calling. Uh, I know when I found Jesus that I was going to help these guys and maybe me get houses here in the bottom and take territory back for uh, to rebuild the city. And uh, with my skill set, being a carpenter, I can help 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 a bunch of guys rebuild their homes to be uh, the shining light that we need in these cities. So. Uh, I know that's why I've been called to the refuge, and also I want to share the good news that's uh, that's been taught to me, and uh, and I just want uh, everybody to come alongside each other, and uh, also I want to stick around because my brothers are pretty much one of the important things that we have to go through this thing called life holding each other accountable, pointing out the things that we see we're doing wrong because we love them, not because we want, we're out to get them. And, uh, and a piece of advice, um, I, I'd advise everybody just to, as soon as they w- open their eyes in the morning, thank God for uh, that bed that you sleep in and that shelter that he provides. Because um, I know where I came from, and I didn't have any of that, and I don't deserve any of it. So, just by waking up in the morning thanking Him that I'm still alive makes my day a whole lot better. Uh, thanks for listening. God bless. As we look into the New Testament today, our reading will be from the book of Romans, chapter 7, verse 14, and we'll go through chapter 8 verse 8. We'll see that if the law cannot change us or control us, what good is it? Its purpose is to reveal sin, and it does this job very well, as we shall see. Paul learned that the law even aroused evil desires in him. If something as holy as God's law can arouse sinful desires, what wicked sinners we must really be. Law brings out the worst in us, but love brings out the best in us. The Holy Spirit within us helps us to do what God wants. And we'll read about life. You see, when God saved you, He gave you a new life. Not a new law, 
As you yield to that life, you obey His law. So keep your mind centered on the things of the Lord, and seek to please God in all things. Let the Spirit live His life in you. And with that, let's begin our reading today in the New Testament. July 22nd, the New Testament, Romans chapter 7, verse 14, through chapter 8, verse 8. So the trouble is not with the law, for it is spiritual and good. The trouble is with me, Paul, for I am all too human, a slave to sin. I don't really understand myself, for I want to do what is right, but I don't do it. Instead, I do what I hate. But if I know that what I am doing is wrong, this shows that I agree that the law is good. So I am not the one doing wrong. It is sin living in me that does it. And I know that nothing good lives in me, that is, in my sinful nature. I want to do what is right, but I can't. I want to do what is good, but I don't. I don't want to do what is wrong, but I do it anyway. But if I do what I don't want to do... I am not really the one doing wrong. It is sin living in me that does it. I have discovered this principle of life, that when I want to do what is right, I inevitably do what is wrong. I love God's law with all my heart, but there is another power within me that is at war with my mind. This power makes me a slave to the sin that is still within me. Oh, what a miserable person I am! Who will free me from this life that is dominated by sin and death? Thank God! The answer is in Christ Jesus our Lord. So you see how it is. In my mind, I really want to obey God's law, but because of my sinful nature, I am a slave to sin. So now there is no condemnation for those who belong to Christ Jesus. And because you belong to Him, the power of the life-giving Spirit has freed you from the power of sin that leads to death. The law of Moses was unable to save us because of the weakness of our sinful nature. So God did what the law could not do. He sent His own Son in a body like the bodies we sinners have. And in that body, God declared an end to sin's control over us by giving His Son as a sacrifice for our sins. He did this so that the just requirement of the law would be fully satisfied for us who no longer follow our sinful nature but instead follow the Spirit. Those who are dominated by the sinful nature think about sinful things, but those who are controlled by the Holy Spirit think about things that please the Spirit. So letting your sinful nature control your mind leads to death, but letting the Spirit control your mind leads to life and peace. For the sinful nature is always hostile to God. It never did obey God's laws, and it never will. That's why those who are still under the control of their sinful nature can never please God. Today we're reading in Psalm 18, verses 1 through 15. We'll see that David sang this song after God delivered him from his enemies and established him as the king of Israel. But keep in mind that he often sang to God in the midst of his trials. It is easier to sing after victory. It takes faith to sing during the battle. As David looked back on those difficult years, what did he see? 
Well, we saw God's faithfulness. God saved David, protected him, and strengthened him when Saul and his men were out to kill him. Is God your refuge and your strength? He saw God's righteousness. It humbled David to think that God would condescend to call him, equip him, and help him. And he saw God's exaltedness. David did not take credit for his victories. He gave all the glory to the Lord. Whatever David had, God gave it to him. Whatever he was, God made him. Whatever he did, God enabled him. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And now from the book of Psalms, Psalm 18, verses 1 through 15. For the choir director, a psalm of David, the servant of the Lord. He sang this song to the Lord on the day the Lord rescued him from all his enemies and from Saul. He sang, I love you, Lord. You are my strength. The Lord is my rock, my fortress, and my Savior. My God is my rock, in whom I find protection. He is my shield, the power that saves me, and my place of safety. I called on the Lord, who is worthy of praise, and He saved me from my enemies. The ropes of death entangled me. Floods of destruction swept over me. The grave wrapped its ropes around me. Death laid a trap in my path. But in my distress I cried out to the Lord. Yes, I prayed to my God for help. He heard me from His sanctuary. My cry to Him reached His ears. Then the earth quaked and trembled. The foundations of the mountains shook. They quaked because of His anger. Smoke poured from His nostrils. Fierce flames leaped from His mouth. Glowing coals blazed forth from Him. He opened the heavens and came down. Dark storm clouds were beneath His feet. Mounted on a mighty angelic being, He flew, soaring on the wings of the wind. He shrouded Himself in darkness, veiling His approach with dark rain clouds. Thick clouds shielded the brightness around Him and rained down hail and burning coals. The Lord thundered from heaven. The voice of the Most High resounded amid the hail and burning coals. He shot His arrows and scattered His enemies. His lightning flashed, and they were greatly confused. Then, at Your command, O Lord, at the blast of Your breath, the bottom of the sea could be seen, and the foundations of the earth were laid bare. Proverbs chapter 19, verses 24 and 25. Lazy people take food in their hand, but don't even lift it to their mouth. If you punish a mocker, the simple-minded will learn a lesson. If you correct the wise, they will be all the wiser.
closest people I came to in this program. I just want to thank you for everything you've done for me. Uh, we came into the farm together, and man, you were there for me on day one. Um, I came in really sick, and you helped me through it. Uh, you go to work every day. You do your job, man, without complaining. Um, you're a real man of God. You're always in the Bible. We're seeing that. You're always sharing the gospel with people, but giving your testimonies at Jericho and uh, helping people know where you came from. So I just want to say I'm proud of you, man, and everything you did for me, and uh, love you, man. 
This is number six in a series of ten, the top ten distinctions between dream fulfillers and dream killers by Keith Cameron Smith. Distinction five, dream fulfillers are happy and healthy, dream killers are depressed and sick. Most people understand that being happy helps people be healthier. It was written thousands of years ago in scripture that a cheerful heart does good like a medicine. There are also modern day stories of people who had terrible illnesses and who healed themselves through laughter. Being happy improves your health. One of the scriptures that I meditate on regularly is, The joy of the Lord is our strength. Think about how you feel when you are happy versus when you are depressed. Happiness creates health and strength. Depression creates sickness and weakness. If you want to be healthier and stronger, then learn to be happy. Happiness and depression are simply results of the choices you make. Yes, people choose to be either happy or depressed. Many people have been trained or conditioned to be angry, negative, and depressed. So it may not seem like they have a choice, but they do. In my life, happiness and depression are the results of what I choose to focus on. What you focus on, you feel. Focus on your disappointments and things you don't like, and you will feel bad. And that will play out in your physical health. Focus on the good in your life and in this world, and you will feel happy, which will also play out in your health. You can prove this to yourself right now by simply thinking about something you enjoy or someone you love, and notice how you feel in your body. Then think about something you don't like or someone who has hurt you, and then notice how you feel in your body. It is a wonderful day when you realize you can improve your health by your thoughts, and it, it is an incredible moment every time you choose to shift your focus from something negative to something positive. Happiness and depression are the result of what you choose to focus on. For the people who have been conditioned to be negative from the time when they were very young, it is a challenge and even downright difficult to choose to be happy. They have habitual thought patterns that keep them unhappy, which leads to depression and sickness. Scripture says, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. To move from depression to happiness is transformation. You make the move by choosing to think about or focus on things that produce peace and joy. For most people, it takes a conscious effort to focus on the good. There are people who are blessed by having been trained or conditioned to be optimistic, and happiness comes easier for them. If you have been conditioned to be negative, you can take responsibility for your thoughts and be transformed. It is up to you to renew your mind. Focus on the good and positive aspects of life. Practice looking for what is funny in your life. Remember, seek and you will find. If you look for what is funny, you will find it. And then laugh about it. Laughter truly is good medicine for your body and your mind. Inner exercise and outer exercise. Whatever you can do to be happier, do it. It will improve your health. Whatever you can do to be healthier, do it. It will improve your happiness. Have you ever noticed that when you are physically active, you feel better emotionally? Your physical body and your spirit and soul are intricately connected and they affect each other. Everyone knows that physical exercise improves mental health. It is easier to be happy when you are regularly engaged in physical exercise. Inner exercise causes your heart, mind, and body to feel strong and happy. Inner exercise is simply to believe in your dream. It is to practice believing 
the best about yourself and others. Inner exercise is to exercise your faith. It is important to feed your faith and to exercise it. If you overeat physically without exercising, you can become overweight or even obese. People do this mentally and emotionally by going to one seminar after another and continually reading self-help books and then never applying what they learn. The same can be true about the Bible. If you have become fat in your inner life, you can lose weight there the same way you can in your outer life by changing what you eat and drink and adding regular exercise. This is true of your physical body just as it is for your spirit and soul. By focusing on your dream, you feed your heart and mind. By choosing to believe in your dream, you are exercising your heart and mind. So feed your inner life by focusing on your dream and exercise your inner life by believing it is possible and then see if you don't experience more happiness and health. Have hope in your dream. Hope feeds faith. There's a proverb that says, hope deferred makes the heart sick. Hope is related to happiness. You can't experience happiness and hopelessness at the same time. If you don't choose to have hope for your dream, you may find yourself battling with depression and sickness. Have hope, believe in your dream, and choose to be happy and healthy. Dream fulfillers are happy and healthy. Dream killers are depressed and sick.
Thank you for listening to Transformation Radio.